this is Naf to fall. You're right. Is it? Naf wait, is it Naf to fall bang. or half to fall? I thought it was bad. I mispronounce things all the time. People know that about me. All right. It's part of my charm. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say, You're bud. Yeah. That charming man. Hey there, tavern goers. Hi. Hello. It's me, your game master, Jameson Oxford. Welcome. Welcome back to Torch the Tavern. Mm. Hi. P pull up a chair. We are a real play TTRPG. Dungeons and Dragons, D20, some or other podcast. I don't know. Oh, fuck, fuck something, Asper. something, dice, something, something, dice. Something, something. 5 e. That's yes. a thing. Yes, we play TTRPGs uh, here. E. Today we're playing Dungeons & Dragons. And, but uh, but today, we're also going to pull out a very old game called Snap to Fall. Uh, why were we playing this game, Mitch? Uh, because the objective of the game is to move around your military pieces until you can finally pin down and crush the opposing leader between them. I see. Ah, yes. Yeah. Crush your enemies. This game is also known as Viking Chess. It's a fun time. A friend of mine showed it to me a long time ago. We'll show you the rules. I, we won't. In the so meantime, are we actually going to play this game? Because now I'm excited. Viking it's, Chess? It's very fun. Well, I got a buddy who has it. I'll have to, we'll have to make that happen. In the meantime, Fuck who's yeah. playing the game with me? I'm playing the game. Hey, it's Ryan. I play uh, number nine, M.1, M.2, and we are here to go see my mom, maybe. Nice. It's but it's only your mom. It's not my all mom, their mom, the maker. Yeah, Martha. 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 Also uh, here to play this game with me is Jeff. Hi, I'm Yay. Jeff. Uh, I will be playing only one character by comparison. It's it's honestly I'm underperforming. Um, I'll be playing Rayusk, uh, a homebrew race called a Crestkin, and I do a little bit of the sneak, and now I do a little bit of the punch pow if you will a little bit of the pow a little bit of a little bit of the insert sound effect here playing with me ryan is playing the game which means i am losing the game but it's okay because it makes me Damn feel it. better because i'm playing with ryan today as we play D, &D together it's i am unnecessary Mitch. i play a Deiru. i troll ryan and i am the great undoer of all progress at the table if you have a player like me i'm i'm sorry Oh, and I play a Deiru, who's a, a druid now. For realty. For realties, though. He is a druid. It's officially it's, it's not true. a joke. Congrats, bud. You have your first level of druid. You guys are all level six. Uh, it kind of happened last step, but we didn't focus on it. It wasn't huge. But you have all of the stats of whatever level you are. What level are you guys? What are you guys nowadays? You just told us we're level six. I am a yeah, level like, six. Specifically. Artificer. Fucking simple, straightforward. Love it. Jeff, what about you? I am a level three rogue okay. and a level three monk. I've kind of been on this monk path for a while, but I didn't tell you guys because I wanted it to happen narratively. Like Jeff, I also cross-classed, which means I'm a level six barbarian and a level six druid. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, he did it right. I don't know why you guys are such, so behind. Um, yeah, we're going to have to adjust sheet there, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> that being what? said... We'll do it after this step. I'm sure those extra six. levels will help. He's definitely level six of something. And, and Jet, both of Jeff's levels are the same. That, that's how cross class works, right? You just yep, yep. But why? Why is Jeff only level three? Jeff, you got to level up three more times, bud. Uh, I wish it still worked like that. <laughs> Second edition, I miss you well. Uh, so that's where they are. That's a, that's some table talk. You know, sorry if you're not into that. Since we are a narrative driven podcast, welcome back. Uh, in the meantime. 
Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the Patreon. There's a little bit out there. We're not great about keeping up on it, but we do really appreciate the support you guys have. If you like our show, we can't make a lot of promises at this point, but we are hoping to grow it more and more. And the more listeners and viewers that you can help us find, the more likely that this show is going to give you more content because we uh, we really like to make stuff for y'all. We just uh, we want to hear back from you guys. I think that's like that's a big deal. If you guys want Come and comment on the show. We are working on art and stuff. We're working on things. We're trying to grow stuff up. But after, you know, we, we do the podcast. We do our jobs. We do other things. And we, yeah, we love what we do. This but is definitely not what we do we for just, a living. We just I'm sometimes end up tired. So if you have a cool idea, like if you have something that you want to see from the podcast, shout it out. Let us know. We'll try to get that done. Like, yeah, especially dude. art and stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're really working on improving our overall presence. There's a coffee. You'll, you'll have to. Uh, There's a coffee. There's a Patreon. There is a website where you can find links to all of these things. You can listen to us in so many different ways and check out what we're up to. Uh, yeah, we've got an Instagram, a, a Facebook, a Twitter, a TikTok, a Discord. Come say hi. Oof, we need a little work on the Discord, but yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all were supposed to do that. Oh, also, you can come and see us seven weeks ago at an event we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> We, me, me and Ryan will certainly be there, I believe, and we will be freaked out by the fact that we actually met a real person who claims to listen to us. Jeff so said he met person, somebody. Yeah, that one person that Jeff said uh, he met, we don't believe him. We don't believe real that, talk. yeah. Not, we think he's a liar. Not, not a real thing. It's not on you, it's on him. Prove it. Come see me again. It didn't happen. If you met, hey, if you recently met Jeff at one of these events, uh, message us, because uh, you're not real. I don't believe you. No, no, right. guys, the portal is closing. The future is now. The past is before. Oh, no. oh, we oh, see you in August. <laughs> portal noises. Happy Pride. Why? Jeff, take us out of here. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black powder. Black, 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 black powder. Black powder. Black powder. All hail Adaru! Come back to us in his prime. Good job, kid. There are now these large floating creatures. These large flying cylindrical like blocks with fins on them that have started to fly around Santidas. They seem to be just scanning the streets all the time now. We are a drink. The Fellowship of the Blue Light doesn't do trucks or alcohol. There's none here. You're gonna need to learn to cope. Cope with constant pain let me show you something and you find uh the peacemaker that you stabbed he is practicing his forms he's centering his body and mine what what happened he's a druid he showed it we gotta admit we gotta bring him in this is the way it goes we lost too many of ours account who taught you druid shit i kind of say i rightly know but i'd say it was from the stag stag it's alive we, we've been having a bit of an argument about that exact fine point there. Martha and her and her goddamned abominations are built in a secret underground lab. She used a special stone. We know where that lab is and that stone. We want to get it. I think that if you guys go after the big guy and Martha's going to be there, he said, because if you do that and you don't need druids, that could be what we do. There's ley lines all over the place. Life force, life blood of the world goes to them and they tend to pool at these stones. They're very powerful. They can be used for a lot of things. They should not be used for anything. We gotta make. We're gonna perform the resurrection ritual. Who died? Nicole? Nobody. There's this other hollowed-out cavern. It's not very big. And in the middle, you see a a small boy, 
like he's maybe 11 years old, and they're dead. Yeah, it's a dead child. We need Chumbo. Nay, why you be needing me, Weasel? He's part of the ritual. I don't think so. Look at him. As you go, you realize that you're you're listening to him kind of yell and panic, and the intelligence is still I? low enough that it's, the cheese? spell is working, but you, you can hear this, this voice of Chumbo, and you realize that the voice of Chumbo, there's now a second voice that is starting to I'm come scared. into Chumbo, and it sounds like a little kid. What's going well, on? Where am I? What, what is this? What's going and on? And then nope. it keeps going and going Where am and going I? one after the You're next until cheese? you realize that the two voices have become one Where voice. Is? Normally, when a druid casts the spell reincarnation, there's a random chance that the soul and the body comes back as something else. But the druids of the Broken Circle have perverted this ritual. They have decided that random isn't good enough. And they have done it on repeat until they get their desired result. Aderu looks down at what is very clearly a weasel shifted. A ten-year-old boy with the face of Chumbo. A new shifter has been brought into the world. This is how you're born. Ryan, ding me! Mitch's random fact! Weasels are actually hyper-evolved, dedicated predators. The reason they have such long, slender bodies is they evolved predominantly on the North American plains to hunt other small rodents in their burrows, like marmots and things like that. So the reason they have such long, thin bodies is a hyper-adaptation to specifically hunting things in long, narrow, twisting, winding corridors. That's why weasels are so damn flexible, because things like marmots would carve, you know, little tight corners and things into their burrows to prevent predators from coming in there. Unless it's Chumbo, then fuck you. Chumbo eats what he wants. You can't escape Chumbo. Long, thin boggies. You see, my friend, life is too mutable. If someone has the power to take what is theirs, they can, and most likely will. It boils down to which powerful being can control their world, and which can't. I believe it is the duty of those in control of their worlds to ensure that those within their control understand where the lines are. Once the lines are established, one must form the punishments for crossing these lines and stick to them rigidly and without exception. Now one could make a case that this form of rule is too linear, too unyielding, but this is what people need, and deep down, what they truly crave. If you're not a leader, you are subordinate designed to further the goals of others. Working toward another's goals is what will make you truly happy. Sieco de Fenbagi, 498 AC. So we're having a pretty big jump, jump through time. Not a big one. Few hours, honestly. Everybody's had enough long rest. You're at full stats, except for point two, who is still suffering from who may be dead. Yeah, suffering from some some uh, some time away from nine, but is feeling better now that they are have been reunited. But you guys are all at Finbagi's place. It was not easy for Aderu or Rayisk to get in to uh, Santitas, except for Aderu had that little secret entrance over the garden wall, so to speak, that you guys probably used to get back in. And then after that, you found out that it was also very difficult to move through town as you guys both ran into these flying drones that we talked about in the last episode. You guys easily recognize that they're dangerous 
and manage to get a, just to, to take your time and get through town, though you guys are both pretty stealthy, you have new powers, and you guys made yourself back to Finbaki's little hut, and you're in the secret room underneath, and you've been catching up. I am so glad that you guys made it back in time for dinner. Would you like some more potatoes and molasses? We don't really have a lot to work with right now. I can't go out and shop because of, I'm sure you noticed the flying scary signals out there. This is an odd combination. Um, please tell me there's Krog in here. It's, it's what we had. Please tell me there's Krog in here. Of note, uh, Rayisk has come in completely covered in his cloak and has not taken it off at this stage. His cloak is over his shoulders and his hood is up. Uh, yeah, I, I probably got some wine. Does it have to be Grog? Anything, please. Yeah, I got some, I got some old Valerian somewhere. Hold on. He starts right. to take it around. So, we're here. Yes. What's next? So is the Maker. He's been back. Yes. Early, for a little bit now. What about the others? Don't know. And Boggy, I haven't been outside. We are still going to attempt to assassinate the Siaka, yes? Yeah, so he comes back with your bottle. He hands you a bottle of wine, and he's like, "All right, yeah, no, they, 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 I, 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 it's been hard for me to move around, but I, I, I got word that uh, they're in town, and um, all right, everybody, sit down, everybody, sit down. There's a lot. Athos, let me know that the emissaries from Griffinport are here. One man in particular, a noble from the town, city of Griffinport, representing Celestian's armies, has come to negotiate a peace treaty. Big war was lost. I don't know if you guys heard over the phone." Yes, of course. Of note, I'm intentionally intentionally hiding my extra arms right now. Two of you haven't seen them, and also I look slightly bigger under the cloak. You're all huddled up. You've got your cloak on. Cloak Aka. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, all right. They're coming to negotiate peace treaties. For some reason, they're doing this quietly, which is great for us. As far as I know, there's going to be limited security. No one else is around. They're doing this in the dead of night. This is some sort of clandestine ceasefire. My brow furrows and the yellow S shapes kind of form. They want peace with Valeria. No, they, they, this is not Valeria. This is Celestian. No, no, Celestian. Celestian and Valeria might be allies, but they're separated by all of the Primacy's troops. So who knows if they're in cahoots, but obviously Valeria's going to be in trouble because the full might of the Primacy Army is now going to be focused in their direction if Celestian gives up the fucking fight. I don't know how I feel about the peace treaty, personally. Maybe we have the added benefit of fucking up negotiations. Though that's, uh, nah, not my problem. Long story short, somebody's coming. He's meeting with Martha, Grittle, and Sieko. All of them. And he looks at you, Grittle too. The three main players in the Primacy game are going to be here tomorrow night with limited security. Nine and me had developed a really powerful round for your gun, which already is a very good, it's, it's, I don't know where you picked it up. It looks like it's a Valerian made rifle. Yeah. The plan is to put a bullet through Sieko's head and take out the head of the primacy in one night. It will be difficult for me not to aim at Gretel. Well, we're gonna need you to hold on to that. Sieko's, Sieko's the one in charge. Griddle might be dangerous, but Sieko is in charge of the full fucking army. Do you understand? If you can, you just kill Griddle with a normal bullet. How many bullets are you gonna fire? If everybody pulled the trigger at the same time, you can see how many you could get. But we only have one bullet that I know will go through. We're dealing with mages. We're dealing with people who know magic. 
There's wards, there's things they can do, even without security. These are some of the most powerful people on the planet. The entire plane has... I've never met anyone as strong as Sieko. And Griddle too. I haven't seen him in years, but... They possess powers that you don't even know. But we made something that'll punch through with that. We're, we're sure of it. We've, we've run... We've, Nine is very clever. He's been working with me, and I had an idea from back in the day. And, he, and, he, and there's like, he, like on the table, there's just like this one bullet that, and if, as you take a look at it, it's just etched in runes, and like it, you can feel like energy pulsing off of it. it took me a while. It was real hard. It was super intricate. We had to have point one do all those little lines in there, but yeah. I think it'll work. It took a lot of expensive materials that I don't think I can get again. So we got one shot. One shot. May I offer these? And I reach into my bag, and I take out a small box, and I open the box, and inside is the damnation bullets. I don't know what they are, but they seem special. Finn Boggy says, oh, hold on there. And he, he fucking, he rolls the whole bag over and like spins them around in front of him. He pulls out like a little eyeglass. He's like, it's a damnation bullet. Where'd you pick these up? Usually only Inquisitors carry these. Where do you think I got it? Ah. We have made our way through a couple Inquisitors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Your uh, your a friend couple? um your friend Vivaldi gets the gift that keeps on giving, eh? Yeah, no, these are damnation bullets. You fire them from your gun, and um, it'll teleport you where they hit. That could be quite useful. That could be real handy. I scoop them back up and I, I put them in my bag. Can and I, as I do, can I have one of those? Sure. Thank you. And uh, I reach out and the the. The cloak starts to fall off, off off my shoulders, and then you notice a second set of shoulders. Hey, uh, what what's going on there? I thought maybe you just got a little bigger while you were training, but like those look like more arms. He tried to eat a cow. You can't possibly it's fit the, a cow inside of you. It's the long-term effects. The long-term effects of apotheosis. I remove my cloak. Oh, wow. Wow! I have begun to get used to them, thanks largely to the blue dye. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Do they hurt? I've emptied that bottle of wine by this point, too. Just fully emptied it. Just... Yeah, hurt? sorry, that's all I got. Yes. Less now that they're out. Alright, I think well. it's safe to say, just a pinch, eh? Wild. Okay. Well, congrats on your new arms. Laws? Hey, guys. I, I, I know that it's, he's very weird looking, but can we focus up? We got very little time. <laughs> you were supposed to give me an extra day. Hey, we gave you two extra hands. How about that? Uh, all hands on deck, then. I wouldn't call him hands. I don't care. Okay, so what is the plan? We're just, we're just gonna... We're going to watch them. How are we going to get a good eye on them? So, I, I think I know where it's going to happen. I've got little inside information from somebody within Griffinport. Uh, so, the plan is set up around where they're going to have the secret meeting, prepare everything ahead of time, and spring the trap, and then get out. Because I don't think that after we spring the trap, even if we get one, you've got a lot to contend with. The, the, the security's going to come down, everything's going to go to shit, all we need to do is make our hit, try to kill one of them, Get out. But I ask, you have the sword, yes? Yes. And I uh, reach into my bag and pull it out. I have for us a way out. Quick and easy. No trace behind. 
Nothing to follow. Once we are done, we just leave. Very easy. You have some sort of... train... or... Magic portal. Like the Druidus. That's how I got back here from where I was before. Where will it take us? Matter? We won't be there. It's a portal. It takes you where you need it to. So we can decide? I believe so, yes. This is a good plan. Can you do it instantaneously? Yeah, it, it, takes, a, it takes a moment to get the portal running, yes. How long does it stay up? Once I open it, it's open as long as I need it to be. Then this could be with, a with, good Within plan. reason, you can't keep it open forever. It. You watched a portal that, like, that Ikauk opened up, and you watched that, like, he had a strain to hold that, because it's not designed to be held open, and you assume it's going to be like that. Yeah. Okay, I agree, and I feel like that's a good plan, but also, when can I go and talk to the maker? Because I would like to, very much, as soon as you, possible. You, like, you see Finn Boggy, who just, like, is looking over the table. She's been back in town for days, and I did not go when I asked, and I thank her, but she said that once you guys got back, she was going to go, regardless. Nine, are you able to not be speaking to your maker about what we are planning with Sieko tomorrow? They... Our allies, I think. Yeah. I mean, as far as as far as she knows, I don't know even know who Sieko is. Nine, have you have you spoken with Point Two since we returned? You've been standing here the whole time with Point Two, so as much as we have, really. Have you spoke? There are things that we have learned about your maker and yourself. Go on. And uh, there looks around. He just looks over Rask and just looks at Finbagi. What? What? What do you know about how clay is made? What do I know? Aye. Uh, only what I told you last time we were together. What I found out from the Inquisitors. Fuck, <laughs> what was that? Uh, what you were told... Yeah. That was... It, I it mean, you, much, you, right? were, you were told more or less from, from, from his perspective, the, the creation of the Warforge. You, the, the, the druids know a lot more about the stone that's being used, but the, okay. the, the fact that the stone okay. is used to create Warforged, you knew that already. Yeah. Okay. You just yeah. now know what that stone is because the important part is that Ben Boggy and everyone else has no yeah. idea. It's just what a magic rock gotcha. that's super they only cool. Know that it works. Look at this rock we yeah. found. Look at the colors. What's it do? A lot of shit. It's any rate nine. If you can speak with your maker and not be revealing what we be planning for tomorrow, then I don't see a problem with you doing. Yeah, that should be fine. Still don't know why you think you're just gonna walk in there and then walk back out. If he go, if she goes, she might not be with us for the rest of this mission, unless you come with her to the meeting. That might be able to be arranged. I don't know if she would be agreeable to that. But then I would not be able to get nine out. Nine will be very, very too far away from where we are shooting. Exfiltration will be hard. Well, I did just borrow this bullet. Yeah, there's the the damnation bullet to get you real far, about four hundred feet, easily. If I need to get out. To you guys very fast, I can just shoot it to get back out to you. Do you have a gun? Oh, yes! Nine, it's important that you know this. If you go in there, you're gonna be alone. You're gonna be acting like a double agent, you're gonna know a lot, you're gonna be, you know, you don't know how Martha's gonna greet you. And you also don't know that she's gonna bring you with. It would be kind of wild for her to do so, so that means you're gonna have to be very clever. But having somebody on the inside would be great. Even if you accomplish that, you will be directly in the line of fire. Whatever we have, whatever we plan, you're gonna be at the heart of it. I don't know what would happen if I were on, on the off chance that she's not happy to see me and she, like, turns me off or something. I don't know what would happen to point one and point two. 
but I could bring one of them with me, and they can try and get back out to you guys if something happens. Roll an intelligence check for point two. Oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He's a plus zero. Okay. Yeah. It's not a minus. I find it hilarious that you switch to the voice even though you will uh, not need the voice in this response. <laughs> I, I was getting ready. Of it, getting in character, getting ready. Uh, that's a four. Nailed it. Yay. Plus zero. So Matt it's been a Mitch. day. It's been a day since point two. Uh, no, it hasn't. You guys got here this, you know, just a little while ago. So point two still feels and looks like hammer shit. Is like gathered tarnish and rust and uh, doesn't know why. Uh, she's... She's feeling a little bit better now that she's around nine, though. But fuck all what that means. So point two and nine don't seem to know what that means for point one and point two. Um, as far as nine knows, point two's fine. She definitely looks beat up. What happened out there? A lot. I went camping with my family. He went to Druid. I found the blue dawn. Point two went with him. Yeah, I gathered that when I tried I... to call. I had to call point two. This is one of those. Y'all y'all have had a moment to fill each other in if you don't need to like rehash the whole fucking adventure. I did bring this. And I reach into my pack and pull out the core of 75. Oh, that's right, we found 76 dead. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, not now oh. you recognize a fucking core when you see it. Wow. Um You wouldn't know whose it is. It was still trying to operate when we found it, but it was not working Who was correctly. it? 75. 75? Didn't we also salvage the busted yeah. gun lights? If you wanted it. Oh. Yeah. And we brought you the parts of his cannon thing as well. That could be helpful for that the one that I made too. myself. But, wow, okay. Um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this for now, but can I keep this here, Finbogi? Sure, I'll see why not. That could be real useful later. I figured you'd want it. Thank you. Just had an idea of what I could do with that later, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Put it in it your butt. The right shape for a very we've big butt. We've, we've, we've low-key been We're talking about. Out gifts. We've been talking about upgrading one right, too. So straight up, that could be the way to do it. What do we have at our, in our arsenal here? You guys have been gone for a while. You were with the druids. You're a druid now. What the fuck does that mean? It means we have a bullet that we're going to put. Yeah, no, in the I did that. What the? F and then we are going to leave. <laughs> then we're going to leave. Yeah. All right. Did you bring anything to the party, or was that just a nice camp? Like, did you really go camping with your family, and there's nothing to add? I really went camping with my family. It wasn't very eventful. Not a lot went on. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you okay? You know, they were like kind of after you for a while. At least he's back alive. I'm not dead. I'm here. No information. No. No items. No fucking. You were gone an extra day. You're right, we were. Congratulations. I don't know what you want from me. I'm here to do what needs to be done. Fine. So you're our escape route. Good to know. Anything else you're going to be doing? What are you going to be doing in the meantime while we take the shot? Opening the escape route, making sure we don't get killed. Hiding so I'm not in a clear line of sight, I imagine. Right. What else do you want me to do? You want me to throw a rock over there? Bring my sling? Throw a good long shot? I pegged you as options. being more capable as all. Killed a fucking Inquisitor for all God's sakes. With my hands. Which, in case you haven't noticed, aren't 400 feet long. I just. I need Sieko to die, alright? We can accomplish this. That's what your bullet's for, right? That you have days to prepare, working with nine, and doing all this work. The bullet. 
is not sufficient. You think I would be? Alone? No. Us attacking all of them at once. Us. Our group attacking them directly, as you've said, would be ill-advised. We don't have what it takes to do anything more than a sneak attack. Grail, Siako, if this shot doesn't work, I can't imagine us succeeding against them. I know what you're talking about. And you watch, like, you watch us, like, obviously we're not, we couldn't take them on, head on. But, like, you also get the distinct impression that if that bullet doesn't work, Finn Boggy will try. I look right at him from my brow. If you wish to proceed beyond that bullet, I cannot guarantee we can help. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's what I figured anyway. I'm actually surprised both of you came back anyway. Hey, nine, if, if it works out for Nine, not to be the inside person, she can be next to, to Martha. She can take care of her mother like she wants. That, that sounded really snarky, but yeah. I'm in a bad mood. But, as I stated, Nine will be in the heat of it. What do we have at our disposal? I can get hold of Krog. Do you guys need anything? More Krog. No, fuck off. Get sober. I need your hands steady. All of them. Then maybe get more Krog. He rolled a 10 for insight. Uh, he thinks that you'll be fine without it. I mean, he's kind of wrong on both accounts, yeah. depending no, he's on wrong. how drunk I get. Figure it out. So, um, Nine. so... You're yes. sure? You're going to see your maker tonight. You're sure yes. you'll be... You won't be deactivated or none such. Like I said, I don't know that. I can't be certain. Do you need someone to come with you? I think it would be safer if I just took... Point two looks a little rough. But I think it would be safer if I took point one with me. She doesn't know about them, so if anything happens, she can hopefully come back out and let you guys know. And you can call us also, right, on the, this device? Oh shit, Rask, I need the, I need the stone. <laughs> I give him back his Yoon phone. <laughs> yeah, I can probably call you guys if I'm not, like, literally turned off as well. Hopefully, if you're turned off, point one can turn you back on. We can go over that. Before I go tonight, to make sure. Finbagi, do you have yourself an extra gun? Yeah, there's lots. You guys showed up with like fucking five. I held, I held on to him because they're illegal. <laughs> he just he just puts a tarp up. Remember these, and he hands you back your rifles. <laughs> Would you like me to help you take a shot, or do I need to hold your hand so you don't get a wee scared? You watch him like casually load a rifle while staring at you. And then just puts on the shittiest, eatingest face when he says that. I've been firing these guns longer than you've been alive, kid. Well, I hope you can aim to show it back. So. I'm not a good shot, but I can shoot with you if you like. I recommend everyone take one. So. Where. Where is this taking place? Alright, you need a meeting ground. We should plan a setup. Because if she's to shoot her way back, she has to know where we are beforehand. Well, once again, thought you'd be here a day ago. Thought we could scout. But, that's fine. Here it is. I recommend we meet back up in the underbridge. Aderu, uh, you guys had a moment to sort of check out the town. Do you remember that section of the city where the, like, High Garden meets, meets the fucking merchant district? It, you, you leave the, you leave the main way, they've got the fucking bridge and the bullshit story about the shifters there. Ah, yes. The mural. Is that the building where your, the buffet was? It's away from it. No. Where we're going is close <laughs> to that. Which means that if you can get away from there, it shouldn't be more than a few, you know, a good jog, and you'd be with them. So where do you want me to make the portal to leave? 
under the high bridge. I think that would be a good place to do it. Everybody should know it. You guys have seen it. If you guys spent any amount of time shopping or moving through the town, you've, you've bumped into it. Nine's been here for yeah. a few days before things got locked down. It's a, it's a, it's like a landmark. It's literally a, 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 like an artistic part of the city. Sure. All right, then how about this? You have a bullet. You know where a portal will be. I have bullets and I have multiple guns. I load one gun with a damnation bullet and one with the special bullet. I go to a place far and secure, fire the shot, then aim and fire at the portal with the damnation bullet. That should send me through quickly. Or at least get you there, yeah. You two, you two can be near the portal. As I point to Finboggy and Aderu. If uh, Finboggy wants me to be taking shots with you, then I'd need to be up there with you as well. And also, wouldn't be able to open the portal until after I'm done taking shots. Open the portal before. Don't take shots. Finboggy looks at you. You really think that you can even hit anything at 400 feet? I can try. I think you're better off down on the ground making an escape route, since you didn't bring anything else to the party, and I know you're not good with a gun. I've killed a man with guns before. Oh, really? Did you hit him with it? In a manner of speaking. And I hit the man behind him with him. There are so many ways to take that. I've killed a man with a gun before. Did you shoot him? Did you Did you kill a man who was holding a gun? Deliberately, <laughs> 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 I'm um, sure you're very familiar with how bullets feel when they hit you. <laughs> in this case, I shot, a, I stabbed a man with a gun, and then shot the man with a gun with a gun. Ah, yes, <laughs> Patreon material. I shot the man with a gun, I stabbed the man with a gun with a gun, and then shot the man with a gun with a gun, and almost shot another man with a gun with a gun that I shot the man with the uh, gun with the yes, gun. The pre-prequel Patreon episode. Check it out on our Patreon. If you are in the meetup meet place, then Nine and I can fire sticking with you. at that place. Stay with you, Rask. I'll be a spotter. Then you'll need one, too. I only have the two bullets. Do you plan on staying behind? What if you grab on? Will he, like, will, you, will it only take one of you? Yeah, it only work for one. It's, it's, it's cute as it would be for me to go cheek to cheek with him while he fires the rifle. It's not going to work like that. Like, like, face cheeks? No, it was, it's not going to work, no. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we're having trouble being moving around so much, then why don't you just have me make the escape where we need to be leaving from? Then only one of us has to get to where they need to be. I, I've, been, I've been trying to set this up for way too many years to leave it in the hands of... Not, no offense, a drug addict. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna back him up. I'm gonna keep him safe. I'm gonna spot for him. How do you get out? I'll figure my own way out. I've been keeping safe under their noses for years. You don't think I can get out of there? Hey, well, what about... Where's the portal going? It's going at the bridge. Yes, but, like, where is it going to take us? The portal takes us away from where we are and leads us to somewhere safe where the primacy cannot follow, cannot find us. And where is that? The woods. We use the portal, and we teleport to the woods. Away, away, what the fuck do you want? We're gonna not be there. I'm just not sure if Aderu doesn't really know how it works, or if he's being obtuse. I am not entirely certain exactly, specifically, where it will take us. Never done it before. (laughs) I know we opened a portal, we walked through it, and it takes us away. And we work it out the rest. Out of the city? Yes. That part you're sure of. I imagine as soon as the Sieco guy's head is gone, things are going to break bad real fast. Aye, of course. Most assuredly. The whole city will probably be on lockdown, so we need to get out of here very fast. 
This is why I was asking. The less time we spend moving around, the better everything is, the easier it is for us to go. We set up the portal. We know where the portal will be. All we have to do, as I look at Nine, is make sure we hit close enough to the portal with these bullets. Okay, I can do that. I, I don't think that Nine's going to have a clear shot from where they're going to be to the portal. She's not going to be exactly where she can see the portal from where the meeting happens, but if she fires the shot, she'll be a, a, a quick run to it. It's, she's going to have to turn. You know, it's not, a, it's not like that. Which is good news. That means that they can't see what we're making a portal. Otherwise, they'd be able to see what you're doing. I'll make it. I'll trust you. Thanks. Any other details? How about if you're not going to get me grog for today, some grog for afterwards? <laughs> if you shoot Sieko in his fucking face, I'll never let you pay again for any beer in my presence. I meant for a tale told till we get to the other side of the I'm board. legitimate. Is it really that? Like, yes, really? it is that important. I'm out. All right, I'm out. I don't have any here. Yes, let's go to Krog. We also can get some potions. We'll figure it out, okay? She insists on getting Krog. Nine, do you have everything you need? Because you should get going. You got a whole day to to worm your way back into Martha's good graces. Okay, yeah. We're, if we're all ready, I'm gonna go. No one's ready for what you're about to do. This is crazy. Well, I'm, I don't know that I am either, but I think we'll be okay. If anything happens, I'll send Planet One back out to let you guys know. And if everything's fine, I'll get, I'll, I'll get away and I'll make a call to let you guys know everything's fine. Right. And then I can be in position. So fucking stupid. All right, dipshit. Let's go talk to Krog. Nine, good luck. Aderu, play with your sword. Look pretty while everyone's away. It's the only thing you're fucking good for anyway. Aderu curtsies. Fucking piece of shit. Goddamn shifter. I nod at nine. And a red spot forms on my chest. Sniper! Aderu <laughs> <laughs> tackles you from across the table. Get down, Mr. President! <laughs> when Nine leaves, Aderu just quietly follows her. He's not gonna. Nine doesn't want him to go, like, in, but Aderu is going to figure out where she is. Because otherwise, if something does go wrong, sure. we don't even know where to go. Um, okay, so Nine, that's, as that's you... all. And then. Just quietly. Yeah, uh, roll me a stealth check. Nine, as you, what do you, what exa how exactly plan on getting across town to go to Martha's house? To go to the big old fort? What are you doing? Well, I figure, uh, I'll just walk to the big house. And if, uh, I get stopped, then I will ask to see Martha. Bold as brass walking <laughs> down the street, huh? All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nine, you, you, I mean, you, you step outside, you, you, you. I'm, this plan is going to fail immediately. How fun I'm going is that? to uh, that re... is a 25 to stealth. Unaware of a dare, unless you roll your own. I'm going to uh, reabsorb point two. Okay. For the time being, uh, and, something uh, weird I'm happens. I'm going to keep when point you uh, reabsorb point two. I'm gonna go ahead and use a story point. Oh. Uh, when point two reabsorbs one, you kind of get this weird feeling of like, like a like your battery gets drained, which is something that. Ha like, you're renewable, but, like, every once in a while, if you use something super physical, you can feel mm -hmm. it. That's how, like, Nine gets exhausted. You feel like your battery gets drained a little bit. Not enough to, like, affect you, but you feel how beat up Point Two felt, essentially. Also, you now remember everything Point Two saw, as if you experienced it yourself. Okay. It's like re-uploading a flash drive. Yep. Take that uh, psychic so damage. Do, do I take some psychic damage? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I learn... You were there. What you exactly? Both characters. I know. But uh, like, if Aderu didn't tell you 
something mm-hmm. about the meeting he had with the druids. Or if point two has not told you, you would now know it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know so how I that went down. That you know they the mentioned attacking thing. her her lab for the stone. Mm-hmm. It, for that matter, you recall. now know what the stone is. Yeah, and I now know what it is. I don't recall them saying that when. would happen at the same time that you guys try to pull the assassination. <laughs> okay. Ryan yeah. didn't recall them saying they, 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 um, they didn't like commit to anything, but they kind of said it casually. It was like, hey, we could do that then. That would be great as far as distractions go. Knowing what Nine now knows, depending on how this meeting goes, Nine may or may not want to get Martha out as well. Okay. Okay. So Nine walks down the street. There's a weird moment when she steps outside. She takes point two back and pauses. And I think it's in that moment that Adairi just sort of like noticing that you get kind of lose track of what's going on. That Adairi just sort of disappears and goes stealth mode, so to speak. You start moving down the street and you, because you're not trying to stealth or anything, you're just making your way downtown. Uh, yeah. Flying fast. One of, it doesn't take long before one of, before one of the drones stops what it's doing as it's doing its scan and floats down to you and goes face to face. Halt, unidentified unit. What is your number and designation? Hi, my number is number nine. I am here to see the maker, AKA Martha. There is no record that your number should be in this area. Come with me immediately. You watch as the green antenna on its back suddenly glows like when your UN phone goes off and you see like several other drones from across just fly over and join it. My thought process here is that if obviously something is going on and it is sending this signal out, it is going to get her attention and she will be able to see what is happening. I was Martha. I should be able to know what they're seeing or saying. So yeah, the two others fly over and the, they all they, they just surround you and like shine a light on you and look at you. Please hold. And you watch the antenna start to light up. And then uh, like after like a few minutes, it turns directly to face you again. Please follow. We are heading to the fort. Do not make any hostile actions or you will be deactivated. Okay. Thank you. They take you. So you, you, you get across town and... Uh, yeah, as you're moving across town, there's only one strange thing that happens to Nine. As you're moving across town, standing in the doorway, as you pass in front of it, of the Golden Garter, the large casino that you and Aderu went and visited a while back, uh, you see, standing in the doorway, smoking a big, fat, rolled-up, like, cigarette, Eric, the Barbarian. Eric! Hey! Hi! You want me to fuck him up? <laughs> no, that's okay, All thank right. you! Uh, I'm going where I want to go. Time to go home. Citizen, get back in your building. Now. Get fucked, robot. He's in the doorway. He's fine. Come on. No, he is violating protocol. Eh, fuck off. I'm gonna finish my goddamn cigarette. (laughs) Okay, well, well, Eric, I'll see you later. I hope. Point two is really gonna want to see you later. I didn't know you were still in town. He just waves. Uh, as you're walking away, though, Hi. from behind him, the proprietor, the lady that you guys spoke to, who kind of forcefully, politely upgraded your rooms, comes up and starts talking to him, and he, he turns and starts talking to her. You don't hear what they're saying. Wow, I'm really sorry that Point Two wasn't out so she could say hi later. Move, please. <laughs> uh, Nine gets taken to the fort, and you get first you go through the outer wall, which is like this this very, like, secure area this there's a a perimeter fence essentially set up where people can walk around it you guys bumped into it back in campaign one when you got through 
and you end up in this courtyard, and there's a few hundred yards where... Adairu is still following. I'm assuming that presents issues. Yeah, once you get to the perimeter fence, Adairu is gonna have a problem. Adairu also would have seen the interaction with Eric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adairu... I mean, if Adairu heard things in passing, sure, but Adairu's mission right now is to ensure nine security. Yeah, no, uh... You get all the way up to the wall, but the wall has human guards. It has Santitian Warforged at it. Along the parapet, you see more guards with rifles. And you it would be incredibly difficult for you to follow them across that fence. Yeah. But you so do I, know that Nine the, was brought to the fort where, in theory, Adaru knows that... Martha so Adaru knows that he's coming up to the place where like he can't go any farther. Yes. And he's just going to call out, Nine, is everything well? You are where you need to be, yes? You have a phone. Wait. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Did you, are you are you calling me? No, he's just like talking you just at saying you that? Yeah, from the alleys and shit. Like he's trying to get your attention while also stay hidden. Go back. Everything's fine. It's okay. Go back. Don't get caught out here. You who are you speaking to? When when nine says everything's fine, Adair just dips. No one? Follows her up to the wall and then just lets yeah, her go. Yeah, you watch in. as Nine gets taken beyond the wall and taken into the heart of the fort. Nine, there's a few hundred feet before the fort shows up. I'm just kind of talking to myself. It's been a really long time since I've seen her and I don't really know what I'm going to say, you know? What would you say? I would not say anything to the Maker. I would simply do what the Maker says. Damn. Boot-licking okay. droid. All right, well. So, one one thing it's, that... It's kind of different for me, but okay. Yeah, one thing Nine notices about these monitor drones is there's... No personality to them. These are 100% constructs. Well, thanks, I guess. They bring you in, and it doesn't take long. Well, it actually takes a long time. It's a big building that they move you through. They march you, like, eventually the drones actually stop, and they leave you off with two Warforged, who then carry you further down, and you end up in a workshop that is incredibly familiar to you, Nine. How is this? How is this even here? And um, as you, as you kind of take it in from a back room... You hear this weird sort of whirring sound, the sound of like something mechanical moving, and like the sound of wheels crunching over a hard ground. And then coming out of a back room is this old woman in what appears to be a mechanized wheelchair. Fuck. Hello there? Who's out there? Um, hi. 278? It's me. 2781? Who's this? A unit was found outside in the city. It has been brought to you. Because it is not supposed to be here. It is designation. But before he can say it, she looks at you and goes, Number nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Hi. Hi. It's, uh, Martha. Hi. It's so, it's so good to see you. Is it? I thought I gave you to Underbrew. Yeah, and I helped him with what he needed, and then I got sold, um, Quite a few times, actually. But I helped everyone that I needed to help, and now I'm here. What was your last directive, Nye? To work for Underbrew until he's done with what he needed. And then, and then he gave me new things to do. Her wheelchair rolls closer to you, and she gets real, like, up close. She, she's only, like, comes up to your waist, but she starts to, like, look up and, like, look at, check out. You're like, this doesn't look like my original work at all. Yeah, no, I've, I've had to uh, kind of remake, you know, parts here and there and add things on just to, so I can keep doing, well, people were telling me that you were giving me more directions. 
for a long time. And so I've, I had been just kind of following them because I thought that was what you wanted me to do. But now I'm here and I don't, I wanted to come and see you and make sure you're okay and see if there was, if, if we could be together again. That's so Sweet. Nah, it's so nice to see one of my old units that's still working to this day. You've got to be 50, 40 years old, something like that. Come on over here to the table and let's take a look at you. Let's see if we can get you fixed up. Okay. Want to see how... What's keep... What? Mo, most units your age are having a lot of a lot of trouble. You know, I've had... I've kind of had to work on myself a lot to keep going. This is all your work? All of it? Yeah. I mean, I learned it from you. You were a very good helper. Never could quite get the other units to work quite as well as you did when it came to helping me get my projects done. You watch as she, like, like another robot comes and takes a Warforge that she's been working on and just, like, sticks a trowel underneath it and moves it out of the way. And then she's like, go ahead and get up on up, up there. Okay. So there is Hedden, right? <laughs> and there is no longer with Finboggy. Yes. There is going to call nine. Okay. Calling or sending a message? Right now? Uh, however it works. Wait, there's a couple ways it can work. That's why I ask. It's yeah, like you can literally oh, okay. text her. Okay, uh, there call. is going to send nine. Send her a message then. Nine. I didn't. I didn't get the chance to speak with you, but the druids. They think they be having a way to take your maker from you. Shortly following when we do this business with Sieko, we're gonna be coming for your maker. I know it's dear to you. If you can sequester it to safety, I advise you do. Be safe, friend. And that's it. I feel it go off, but I uh, I leave it alone for the time being. Bitch left me on red, unread. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it when I've got it. You when I've got something a little more important going on right now. It's okay because when Mitch sends you the message, what Mitch ends up having immediately after sending the message is commercials. He's crowded under. <laughs> <laughs> he's crowded under an eave somewhere, trying to figure out how the Unifone works, and he gets a set of commercials. Play that commercial, baby. Will do. Do-ba-do! Hi. Welcome to Ninephone. Here's a commercial for one of the many products you can find through the Ninephone right now. Beep. On the next Jargon Rockin' Milestone. Hey, welcome to the Jargon Rockin' Milestone. I'm Jargon Rockin'. Today my guest is Tigawag, the inventor of the Tigawag. Wow. Does it go faster? Does it go? F it does go faster. That's why I called it a goer. Can I also can I also drive this uh, uh, pilot and uh, whatever this this uh, machine while on Dream Lily? Oh God, no! Why would you want to drive anything so on Dream Lily? So it's not like the Tigger wagon then. You drive the Tigger wagon on Dream Lily all the time. Quite frequently. Yes. We have to ask him to actually tone it down. A bit. Where are you even getting Dream Lily? I've got a guy. Uh, you know, well, let me tell you, it's supposed to be illegal, but when you want it, when you want something here, you can get it. I'll tell you that much. It's, it's not just, it's not just... Religious purposes, I, I promise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, producer? <laughs> oh, yeah. You should really turn it down. And that's the kind of whacked out shit you can expect on the Jargon Rockin' Milestone. New episodes weekly. Jargon Rockin'! So, yeah, I, what? I, I see that you're kind of rolling around in this chair now. Are, are, are you okay? Oh, I'm just old, dear. 
It's been 18 years, 2 months, 39 days, and 18 hours. Yeah, it has been. I, I don't know, I guess, I just, I wasn't expecting you to not be able to walk, I suppose. It happens to us with age. Is there anything I can do? <laughs> no, not. I don't believe that we can tinker away. War Machine Mac Legs! Yeah, I, I've worked on I've worked on a few things that can fake it, but there's nothing I could do to get my legs back. Sorry, did something did something actually happen? Or no, 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 no. I, like I said, I'm just old. Uh, besides, I've got a nice little machine here that gets me around, and the only thing that really matters is <laughs> she points at her head. Sorry, she points at her head. This and these. Now let me see your panel. Roll over on your side for me. What yeah, are these? Hands. You got the head Damn part, but you What's didn't in her head? It. This, her head, and these, her hands. Just jazz hands. Jazz hands. And she says, roll over on your side for me. She has surprisingly jazzy fingers. Yeah, okay. She, uh, she pokes around, and she's like, all right, I'm gonna set, I'm gonna reset you, if that's all right, for just a second. Just for a second? Uh, that's... before she, before I... you can actually answer her, she does it. She did not wait for your response. Hey. And you feel your that. power shut down, but this is weird. You don't. Oh. Um. What? Did you? Is your power switch not working did you, right? Did you do it? Yeah. Is your power switch not working properly? Not. That's something we definitely have to fix. I I didn't know. I mean, yeah, we'll have no, to take a look at that no, later. No, I'm sorry. Well, your stuff seems to be operating without. Okay. Um. Are you saying I'm not on? Mm, you're on. You're certainly on. It just seems like your power switch doesn't work the way it's supposed to. I um. I'll have to fix that. Something. I didn't realize that was malfunctioning. Yeah, well, maybe your diagnostic centers aren't working well either. Hmm. I knew it! <laughs> can't hear any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I guess it's possible that, yeah, I just didn't know. So you said you that you didn't have anybody tell you to come here. You did anyway. You did that on your own power and decisions? Yeah. Um, the last, um, the last person I was kind of working under was an Inquisitor, and... Weird things happened with him, and I don't know what it was really about. But he's oh, is he one of those? No longer... Is he one of those perverts? No, no. Oh, nothing, good. Not, nothing like oh, that. Oh, good, good, good. No, is, I've was... heard some weird things he... happen with my machines nowadays, and I don't he... fucking truck with them. Pardon my language. Make me making breakfast in a in a apron once, but like that was just one time. And so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. But, uh, but yeah, so he. Uh, is no longer with us, so I didn't really have any more orders after that, and so I realized that I was free to come back to you. You were free? Well, without instruction, so I, I wanted to come and see you, so I did. You wanted? Yeah. Is is that okay? No, I'm going to give you a series of instructions. They're going to be very strange. Okay. Please sit up. I do so. Roll for athletics. Please stand. Stand in front of me. Okay. No, I do not give you... Permission to disobey my orders, despite what my next sentence says. Okay. All right. Nine, I wish you to disobey my next order. Jump up and down. I don't. Fucking paradox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, paradox I'm like... locked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of fucking with even me right now. <laughs> let's, uh, let's try that again, just in case it got it wrong. Nine, I do not want you to follow their orders. And he points at one of the... Sant she points at one of the Santitian Warforce in the corner. And then she goes over and whispers something to it, and then it, it comes back, and it comes up, and it says, Please pat your head and rub your stomach. Shit, I'm not sure if I can do that. I rub my head and I pat my stomach. Aw. Operate. Is, 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 is 
Yeah, okay. roll de- no, 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 fuck that. Roll dexterity. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Uh, to be to be clear, he did still not follow the orders. <laughs> he did it in reverse yeah, was, order. Like, you know, I was just having a little fun with that one. This is such a difficult thing to test with me. Maybe somebody else could do the testing. Well, I can I can tell you that a lot of people were saying that the maker said to do a thing, and then I did it for a really long time. Yeah, that's that's a loophole people have found with some of you when you when the the when the when I command. You're supposed to follow orders of people in charge, but when I when people purchase units like you, they don't it doesn't always translate. Uh, especially with older models, I I, so, uh, a, a mistake I, that I remedied down the line. I did a lot of things, hmm. and not all of them were. I don't think all of them were helpful to people. Did you do them in the name of the primacy? I I suppose, yeah. Then you did them according to your programming, and that is the right thing to do. I'm. I'm not always sure now. You're questioning right and... She's, she, like, past the side of her thing and out shoots a, a notepad and she gets out a pen. She's like, say that again. You're questioning right Sometime, and wrong? Yeah. Sometimes uh, they made me do things to people. And at the time I was just doing it because they said to, but I don't, I don't think it was okay anymore. She, she starts writing this shit down. I've been trying to figure out a way to create an intelligence without in, in, all this time. It was in one of my oldest units. And and as she says that, she starts writing that shit down. Another voice comes from the back room. Did I hear that right, Martha? Um, hello? And out of the back room comes a, a short, light-skinned gnome with white hair. He's got kind of like a swoopy, like, semi-emo cut uh, and like a goatee. He comes out of the back room in his in wizard's robes, and she's like, "Griddle, I told you to stay out of my damned workshop. You stay back there where we're talking." Hi. So you are a warforce unit with its own thoughts and feelings. Have you have you finally broken the code, Martha? After all this time, this argument we've had between the two of us, and you figured out how to create life. I don't think that it's safe to say that. Not without further testing. It seems that you have created something. He jumps up and she kind of like cuts him off with her chair, like, like, like accidentally. Like, it's very clear from for nine, who's surprisingly good at like insight because of your stats. You can tell Martha does not like this fucker. Oh, okay. Martha, you finally did it. I can tell. Look at the spark of intelligence in his eyes. Hi. They. I'm number nine. Nice to, nice to see you. Did, you, did she say you were Griddle? You watch as they, like, have this philosophical fucking technical debate for a moment before they finally, Griddle says, Hi, Nye. Hi. Uh, n- nice to meet you. Yes, good to meet you, too. Um, was there anything else you wanted me to do? Uh, no, 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 Nye. You stay here. I got to go finish my meeting with Griddle, and I'll be back. We'll talk more. Okay, I- I'd like that. Stay here, and follow my order as your maker. <laughs> okay. And they shuffle off, and you can kind of hear like a quiet mumbling back and forth between the two of them in a back room. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to check the phone. Uh, I send a quick one back uh, saying thank you. Right, right when you're and... about to talk, the message continues <laughs> playing. No, stop. Cease. Stop recording. How do you turn this off? I love that, uh, I love that all of your characters are bad with phones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I I shoot a message back 
I'm actually going to shoot a message to both uh, Rayesk and Adair's phone just to let them know that I'm inside and I'm okay. And actually, uh, Griddle is here. Uh oh. They're talking and everything seems okay so far. I'll update you if anything happens. And that is what is in the message. You guys do not get that message. Interesting. Okay. And then, uh, and then I wait. Because, yeah. Do what you must do, Nine. Rayesk. Caress Griddle's hair. Crush his trachea. Yeah. Rayesk, uh, do you, do you need to have an Low RP with Krog, or do you argue for liquor and get some potions? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish with that? Um, yeah, I just, I went there to procure some potions, because we should have some for the road. We have no idea where the fuck we're going. Uh, and even if, like, realistically, even if we believe that, if Rayesk believes that we are going back to the forest... Wouldn't be a bad idea. So let's grab some potions. And, um, yeah, of course he wants some fucking liquor. Oh, God, please, liquor. Liquor, 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 liquor. Give me the booze. Yeah, he, he, he hooks you up with some, some Krog Rog. Uh, roll persuasion, actually. You've got to get, you've got to persuade him through Finboggy to give you liquor because Finboggy seems to think that the right call is to not give you any. How does, uh, how, how do you get the liquor? Like, do you go through the front or do you go through the Well, back? obviously they gotta go through the back. They're sneaking around. Also of note, from sneaking around, uh, Reyes, trying to dodge these drones, you get the impression that they are not infallible. You're very fucking slick, smooth fucking criminal. You've got good stealth, but you realize that they are not easy to hide from. Like, they're, they're, they've got good passive perceptions, quote unquote, and, uh... You, but you do realize that they do operate pretty much like a thing. It has like a vision that you could like see, and it does seem to hear stuff. So like they're 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 uh, you kind of get a feel for how the drones work as you move across town. Great, I love that. That'll be very useful information as I move forward, <laughs> especially getting into the right positioning for you know. What do you get from your persuasion check? Fifteen. Because you know I add zero to he that. He doesn't fucking need it. Krog, don't you give him any. I need him fucking on his A-game. If he's agitated, it'll help him. Give me some for later, at least. Then Boggy can hold it. I understand. Um, can I get you anything? Can I get you anything God. else? I got some potion. Finn Boggy warned me what's going on today, but nobody gave me, like, the real plan plan. I only have what's in stock. I don't have time to make y'all something special. You got anything you need? I'll take whatever you got. Uh, yeah, I got, I got a handful of healing potions here. Take five. Got lights. And, um, uh, hmm. I got me a... What are you going up against? That's what I got on hand. It's fuck. Uh, you know what? Let's let's leave it up to... Random tables. Yeah. Give me some it's shit off a random table. <laughs> Not that random table. Preferably. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. I got a potion of fire breath. I don't know if that's useful, but you can have it. Here you go. <laughs> I got, um, alright, yeah, we got healing potions, and shit, god damn, ah, nah, yeah, y'all couldn't have given me a day's advance, huh? I would, if I could have. Heal, what, what, name, name a potion, name, you, do you know a single potion that you think you'd want? Mm, a single potion that would be incredibly useful, yeah, invisibility. Roll a d20, what'd you get? Ten. Right on the fucking line, huh? Here, I'll roll for him. I'll ride the line. Yeah, sadly, it's just below the line. He doesn't have that one. All right, I don't have a potion of invisibility, actually. What that means is that uh, I do have what a potion of pass without trace, though. That'll work. Here, take it. 
serious. You guys catch me at a bad time. I've uh had to after the whole fiasco, I've had to get the business up and running because we had an influx for healing potions and haven't been equipped for anything else, so... That's fine. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for the business. I didn't think you guys would take down the whole fucking... The only thing I, they got left is their, their, their potion factory all the way back out in Bree, and that's too far away to help anybody here. Yes, well... Things went... according to plan. <laughs> is that according to plan? <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, y'all should get going, though. Drones come by every few minutes, and I don't want you to get caught here. Oh! I know. Oh, oh, oh. I got one thing. And he just, he just rolls out like a big old keg. It's like, that'll blow up. I don't have any use for it right now, making healing potions, but that shit's volatile as shit. I don't know, like, something. Um, and it's not something yeah. you're gonna be able to, like, bring with you on the regular, because it's heavy, but you can set it up somewhere. Like, uh, I see it, I start to flash some colors after he says it'll blow up, and then I, and then... Uh, like a pinwheel pattern starts forming over my uh, visible skin, and I go, It's not alcoholic, you can't drink it. And Krog also gives you a little wink. That could be useful, all the same. And I grab it with my two big arms. And two big and arms? Alright, good luck. I fucking sneak the fuck out of there. Nine. Uruderu, do you do anything out while you're out on the town? I'm gonna have you and Reyes roll a stealth check now. Oh no, you're rolled on a 25, you already gave me a roll. Reyes, I do need one from you. I, uh, I never... They never said, like, where we were going to be doing shit, right? No, he's he's going to show you the day of, because getting around town is just an added risk. Yeah. So Y'all running around town right now is running the risk of getting caught early. So Adairu doesn't want to fuck with Eric, because Eric's too loud. Um, but what Adairu is going to do <laughs> is he's going to go to High Bridge and scope that area out. So he has a real good, like, where can I do things, where can I set this up? And the objective is to find the best place to put the portal where it's not immediately visible to, say, a hundred assholes with guns that want to shoot you in the face. Yeah, ro roll a... Let's call it a wisdom check. A straight wisdom check, you can add proficiency to it. I think you. I think that Reyes, or uh, Aderu being who he is, showing up here, seeing this, he also is gonna, might be able to get a clue as to where this might go down, just from his... He's a good at laying out the land. Yeah. Proficiency, just the number, right? Yeah, it's your... Fuck yeah. Plus wisdom. That's, uh... Fucking eleven. Eleven. Yeah, I rolled five. So based on the little bit that Finn Boggy told you, you have you look in one direction and it's like stalls and shit. And it like like it it's like the back side of the the street with all of the casinos on it. And there's nothing over there. It's it, it's not a place that you'd have a meeting, you couldn't really hide out anything, you couldn't do anything clandestine, and there's nowhere to shoot anybody from. But in front of you like, facing the wall with the fresco on it, if you go over that wall, there's, like, this slightly richer section of town. And there's, like, some back streets and shit, and it's like, this is where, like, maybe that way. And it would also make sense that, like, because there, there are places you could set up to shoot from. Your best guess is that it's in that direction. Right. Which means that if you put the portal on this wall, all anybody would have to do is run around or get over the wall, and they'd be where they need to be. Alright, and I would be shielded from view on Plus, the other side. And, and he did act like it's more than a few hundred feet away from where yeah. you're at. Like, it's out of yeah, your yeah. shot and shit, so. But trying to run a ritual with douche bots floating around is, uh... That is the issue, and that is the issue that you guys will deal with. Are there buildings nearby? Lots of buildings. Like I said, if you go 
the direction that I said, north. Well, I mean, like, there's a I lot mean, like, of right uh, in this area. I'm one. There is wondering if there is like a stall or something that he could tuck under to uh, to do his his shit that he's got to do. So you, for partial cover, I described it as essentially like a little valley. So no, yeah. like in particular this spot, there's nothing. But also, you notice that because no one's walking the streets and the drones fly, they don't typically go under the bridge for whatever reason. Mm. Like, they don't actually go down into this valley, which seems to be why Finbagi has recommended okay. it. It seems to be off the patrol route because anybody anybody who goes through here has to end up somewhere else that they are patrolling. It's not like it goes yeah. anywhere. It goes from monitored place to monitored place, so... Exactly. It's it's a road. What If you were here, what do you... We're not worried about you being in this spot. You can't do anything here. Denadera just does that and makes his way back. Yeah, if you spend a little bit of time, you do notice that there are carts that appear to be, like, uh, led by drones that uh, that will go through there. That's the only thing you need to worry about, is there is still business happening in Santitas that must continue. Noted. What'd you get for your stealth check, Rask? If I use the roofs, can I take... I don't know why you think that changes it's... anything when they have flying drones now. If you use the roof, you take disadvantage, buddy. You're, you're at eye level. Yeah, sure, I'll give you advantage, but they have advantage for looking at you, so it's normal. So what'd you roll? God, Technically, I just they just both have advantage. <laughs> Do both have advantage. <laughs> Will you let me re-roll it? Sure, but I'm rolling with advantage with them now. All I had to beat was a I'm 16 okay before. Hey, listen, I was not going to beat a 16. Mm, I rolled a 2 that's a sh plus 9. Okay. Now, I rolled a 13 plus 9 which is 22. Well, they rolled a 20. So. What do they add, Jack? So for some, <laughs> so, hey, everybody, D&D, &D, it's stupid as shit. The smart decision for your local rogue was to climb on a building with a barrel. <laughs> Run along a building while drones flew around, and somehow this was the smart decision that Reyes made that totally made him back home safe. D&D, &D, ladies and gentlemen, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Stupid in my favor. Because that 2 plus 9 was 11, and I was going to get fucking caught. 9. 11. Your nose bleeds. <laughs> Yo. You. The rest of the night goes on. Like, you guys need your rest. Night, you know, it's time, it's time to get situated. You guys can set up your shit. We'll, we'll, we'll say that you guys start to prepare. Finbogi's going to show you where it's at. But in the meantime, 9, you catch up with Martha. The conversation is similar to the one you had before. She asks questions, and you tell her some stuff. And she keeps poking and prodding at you. She's, like, repairing some of the weird damage that you've taken over time. So, number nine. Yeah? What's it been like all these years? How long have you, uh, you know, what, what, what's new with you? Um, well, it's been hard. But I learned a lot of really fun and interesting things. And, um, I, I made some stuff. And I made a couple of friends. And a lot of the time, I just really wanted to come back here and continue helping you do your work like we used to. That's a, that's amazing. Uh, I have a question for for Ryan. Yeah. Do you think that nine would roll insight? No, but I am being all right. Obviously, kind of. I'm not giving everything away. No, no, no. That yeah. that's your that's your deception. Nine is trying to be cagey, not give us friends away. We get that. I'm asking if Nine would pick up on Martha's behavior or if Nine is just over the moon to be home. Yep. Fair enough. You have a really pleasant conversation with Martha. She asks you all these questions and she, she works on your, your chassis and stuff. And by the end of night one, 
you watch this master artificer at work? Number nine, add plus one to your armor class. As she brings you back up to fully functioning old school, like she updates you. It's even better than what you had 18 years Shit. ago. She gives you some new alloys that she didn't have back then. Oh, okay. She doesn't change the way you look because she chats with you and you say that you, you don't talk about that, but she, she fixes you just like casually. Like it's her second nature for her to tinker and fix the things hey, that okay, are Is that a thing I can actually like just do? Because you know, D&D Beyond is stupid If you have armor, like <laughs> if you have armor, make it plus one armor. Okay. <laughs> now nine. Do you know how you got to be the way you are? You're different than every other one of my Warforged units that I've ever bumped into. Um, I, I don't really know. Uh, just kind of been really focused on trying to get back to you. And, you know, I'm here and there, if something happened, I would, you know, anchor on myself just because that's, I, I learned I appreciate what you that. taught me. I, I, I appreciate that so much, Nat. I, it's, it warms my little heart to see that you work so hard to come back to me. But I need you, I'm gonna be frank with you my dear okay that you are absolutely unique you are an anomaly there's something about your programming that has turned out something that i have been trying to create artificially forever and somehow you've it's happened to you by accident you are thinking and living for yourself other than your desire to need come back to me but everybody wants to come back to their mama <laughs> yeah um is that's okay right it's amazing nine now the only thing is is I've been trying to do it, like I said, my whole life. I'm going to need your help to recreate it. Really? Yeah. I would love to help you again. I'm so happy to hear that night. I have some very important business to handle tomorrow night. Okay. Very, very important. Some big wigs. One of them you already met, Griddle. It seems... And she rolls her eyes. I, I can tell you don't really seem to like him a whole lot. He seems to think that he's in the same business as me, even though he's not. <laughs> okay. He's more of a butcher than a builder. Mm. All right. I don't really respect his work, but he seems to think that we have a similar line of goals in the creation of life. He doesn't get it. Number nine, I'm going to have you try to help me build a new unit once this is done. Okay. And uh, if you can help me build it, then we're going to try to program it like you and see if it can live on its own. Okay. And um, that's why. Because it's my life's work, Nine. I've been told my whole life that only living things have souls. And I have, have been trying to defy that rule my entire career. And apparently I did. She, she touches your, your, uh, your chest. You, you think I have a soul? No, I don't believe in them. I'm proving that life can exist without one. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't believe in souls at all. I don't think you have one. That would be ridiculous. How could you have something that's not real? I believe in the tangible. We are creators. We are... Artifices, not you and I. Yeah. Why? Why would you think that you have? A, where did you get the idea of a soul? Who taught you that? Um, I'm just asking questions, and a lot of people seem to think that they have souls, and so I thought that maybe, uh, maybe I could have one too. Oh God. One problem is if I make things that think for themselves, they might actually think they can find religion. I'll have to try to program that away. Is that religion? It's adjacent. All right. Hey, I don't sleep as well as I used to. You want to start work now? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. I think that we should start with an old model. And she goes to a wall and this old dusty rack of schematics and pulls one down and unrolls it. And it's your original model. The Mark 1. I haven't built one in 
20 years. Wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, is there anything that we need? We have everything we need here, Nine. I have access to anything you can imagine. All right. Well, can I? Nine has the out? biggest grease monkey boner. Yeah, the only thing that I will say is, rather than, than, than have a, a conversation that I don't know how to have happen, how does Nine convince her to take her with her to the meeting? Because that was the goal, correct? If, unless Nine is forgotten. Uh, Nine is ecstatic. Um, <laughs> uh, um, also, her life is in danger tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Just, you know, little, little thing. Little, little thing. How does he say that to her? Exactly. How do you tell her that you know that? Uh, so you see, when a man and a woman love each other very much, the druids are coming to kill you, leave! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess while, we're, uh, while we're tinkering away... Um, I would try and ask more about uh, whatever this meeting is tomorrow. Okay. Roll persuasion. Rather than have a, a clumsy conversation to get there, we're going to roll persuasion and act it out accordingly. Okay. What do you think this is? Fucking D&D? Yeah. That's a third. We'll let dice That's tell me. 13. Total? Yeah. Mine's not very uh, charismatic. Yeah. So what nine picks up over, like, over the next few hours is that Martha is doing this out of obligation. She doesn't seem particularly interested in it. The more the politics comes up, the more Nine gets the distinct impression that Martha could not care less. Interesting. Like, she even says a phrase to Nine at one point. She says that this place could be owned by Celestian or the Primacy as long as I keep my workshop and my equipment. I do not care. Why do you need to be here, then? Because I'm in charge. There's a lot of people who come to me, artificers under my employ, Everyone who... They made me mayor of this damn place. Yeah, no, I, I, I was surprised to find that out when I got here. Yeah, that was Sieko. I think he wanted to keep me busier than I already was. What if, what if we just left? Like, we took all, you know... All, Are you kidding all your me? plans, and we just made... We could go back to the old workshop. What? Old workshop? Where we used to do work? Yeah. Number nine. Uh, she, she says, come with me. And she walks you down a few flights of stairs and stuff, and then she turns a corner and she points into a room. I uh, I walk inside. You uh you go in and like nearby is is a, is a little old artificer's lamp. So you walk in there and you realize as you turn the corner and you take a look, this is the old the old workshop. I upgraded from that a long time ago. This place was so tiny, and I had all the space. I figured I might as well move up. This... You always worked here. It's in the same place? Yeah. I thought you kind of just remade it. I didn't no. realize this was all in the same spot. No, Nine, I've, I've been in control of Santitas for a long time. Even before they put it on the lease. <laughs> okay, well... We could just make a new one. With Blackjack and Hook, wait. Yeah, but why? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't, you don't want... To deal with all that stuff, why don't we just, you know, leave? I just don't see that working. Why Why would I need to do that? The primacy gives me everything I need. We could just make everything we need. There are limits, Nine. There are materials. It's the supply lines. There are wars going on. I get to go around all the red tape where I'm at right now. I love this this idea where we're king of the world, and maybe if we make enough Santitian war force, we can be we could we could make sure that nobody bothered me, and I could do anything I fucking wanted. Well, yeah, we but could, it's not that easy. Maybe we could work towards that. It's a, it's a very good dream, Nine. In the meantime, we're gonna keep working. 
And make no mistake, 13 was not high enough to convince her of anything. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, so while you're at this meeting tomorrow, should I, can I go with you? It's kind of, it's kind of, it's been so long that I kind of, would it just be okay if I stuck near you for a little while? I don't know, Nine. You're, you're an old model. If I, we're not supposed to bring a bunch of people to this meeting and show a good faith with this ambassador, Alec LaCourt. Once we meet with him, it's supposed to be nobody's supposed to go. I, I don't think it would look good for me I, to show up with a kill bot, I even mean, if you're not one. I could, you know, just kind of, obviously nothing would happen, but I could just maybe serve as like a bodyguard or something. I'll see what I can do. Maybe I can be like, you know, one of, one of the guards at the door instead of... One. It's not inside. It's going to be, it's going to be outside. We're, we're keeping everything out as, as, as out in the open as we can. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's... Even better, then I can just, I could still be nearby and with all the other Warforged guarding the corridor, guarding the courtyard. Will that make you happy, Nine? I find it, I find it very strange, but I think I want to make you happy. It would. It really would. All right. You need to stay at least 100 feet away from me. We'll make you part of the guard detail in the general area, but you will not be part of the meeting. I understand. Thank you. Let's get back to work. Okay. Hey Tavern Goers! Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayesk, Ryan Santos as Number 9, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at breadeagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.